<laughs> I can't even do the intro, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, because I'm a piece of crap. Oh man. shit, man. Uh, All right. right. Holy gosh. All right. We're we're here now. <laughs> hello, hello, hello. Welcome to episode 99, 99 of the Super Weapon Podcast, most overpowered podcast on the internet. It's your boy Darius the Artist, and as always, I got my co-host DC here with me today. What's going on, y'all? We are at episode nine, nine, meaning next episode will be in the a hundred, hundred episodes in, man. How do you feel? Does it feel good? Man, it's wild thinking that we were about to hit triple digits. I didn't even realize it um, until like a few minutes ago. Like I knew we were close, but to, mm-hmm. see, to see us really... I think that's a major milestone, man. Like for us to really get here and hit a hundred, um, you know, it, it feels good. You know, I say that, especially, you know, considering where we started to where we are now. I mean, it's been an interesting journey to say the least, you know, how much we've grown and, you know, the things we're kind of, the things we're starting to do, it, it just, it makes me happy, man. It puts it puts a warm, a warm fuzzy feeling in my chest. I'll say that, man. Yeah, definitely from just all aspects. Um, just, just, just the equipment, the come up, all aspects of the come up, man. It feels good to be at this point. In my mind, I've already had it like in my head that if anything else fails, I at least wanted to hit the um, 100 mark. If there was, and it didn't necessarily have to be like, something bad you know what i'm saying no as far as like i was like you know things happen and sometimes people can't continue to do the things that they love i mean we see it i know i see it all the time because i follow a lot of podcasts and stuff and i follow a lot of up-and-coming podcasts and you see people kind of come and go for various reasons so within my head like it always been one of those things to where for some reason, I just felt like big accomplishment if I just can reach that 100 mark. Right. And we, it's just like we're just beginning to throw coals on the fire. Like the train is just beginning to take off. So I see a, easily 100 more episodes. And with that being said, more goals to accomplish. We just hit um, our thousand. Our first video on TikTok hit over a thousand. I think we're at. Ooh-wee. I think we're at actually two K now. I think it hit. It just hit two K this morning. So that's, that's like thing, man. growing the TikTok has been one of the, the the goals this year. We have a few other goals that we have in mind, and I just say that to say this, man. You know, this journey has been awesome, and we look forward to just keep growing, man. Just keep growing this thing until eventually we have a network. From a podcast to a network is the goal for me. That's what I'm looking for. Yeah, man. You know, we started out small, but who knows where the next few, two years. I mean, because, yeah, it's been it's been two years. Um, we actually passed the two-year mark. See, all these accolades, we... You know, just, just things have been coming coming pretty quickly, man. And I, and I, I will say... Especially to all of our listeners, man, that I appreciate everybody who takes the time to listen. Like I said, man, whether it's like a few seconds, a few minutes, or if you've been with us since the beginning, man, I appreciate it. I know DC does as well. Like we wouldn't have made it this far without the audience that we have. And it's continuing to grow. And, you know, we're having more people on and, you know, getting other voices heard, which I which is very important to me as well. So I'm excited, man. I don't I don't feel tired. I know a lot of times when people commit to long-term projects and long-term things, you know, there, there's a little bit of fatigue that kind of sets in after a while, but just like you said, you know, we really are just getting started and I don't really feel like I don't feel tired. And I, you know, just based off of what you said, I, I assume the same for you. So, I mean, yeah, man, here's to another hundred, man. You know, we'll definitely do some, I think it might be fun to do like some reflection or something next week, like maybe favorite moments or funny, you know, I don't know. Like we can talk about some stuff. We'll, we'll see, man. We'll, We'll definitely appropriately celebrate it on the episode next week. Yeah, I definitely have to dig through the archives. Um, And it it was just so many moments. And the crazy thing about it is it don't feel like it. Because I think the naturalness of this podcast and the way that it's set up is 
we always go by the mantra of, you know, we would be, if this podcast was not here right now, we would probably be playing Xbox, talking about the same things that we talk about here. And that naturalness of it is probably why it doesn't feel like it doesn't feel like it. You know what I'm saying? It's just, these are natural conversations amongst friends. It, it honestly is. It's just like, we're just talking about stuff that we like to talk about and we've gained a following in doing so. And I think that's one of the, one of the cool things, man. One of the cool things is just to draw in people that's like-minded and we discuss the things that we like and looking forward to being very informative and helpful to people in the content creation space, which was another one of our goals was to, you know, be the voice, you know, be the voice that can help people. That's why kicking it off and having BZ on here and him sharing his information and hopefully, you know, whoever listened to it, even if it was the, the, the TikTok clip or if you listen to the whole episode, if you got something from that, then, hey, man, I feel blessed. I feel great. Absolutely, man. Very well said, man. And definitely uh, check that episode out from last week, guys. Um, that was definitely one of the best episodes. I want to say top three for me um, that we've done. Um, and there's a lot. I mean, even if you're not a content creator, it's just good to hear people of color discuss things that, you know, you don't normally hear or, you know, things that are important to us. So here's to another mm -hmm. hundred here, here, but that's not why we're here today, guys. What are we talking about? You know, we're going to, we, you know, we, we have some interesting, not, not a whole lot of news. It's been pretty light this week. Um, you know, we're kind of in that, I don't want to say dead period, but you know, games are starting to drop. Um, you know, we had Horizon come out yesterday, I think, uh, February 18th. We got Destiny, Dia, Witch Queen coming out Tuesday, and then uh, Elden Ring coming out next Saturday, Friday or Saturday. So, you know, it's a pretty packed gaming release schedule. Um, but we're here to talk about a little Netflix, man. You know, they, you know, Netflix has really been kind of dipping their toes in the in the gaming industry slowly over the years, and it seems like they're slowly ramping up that kind of production side of things. So they announced that they're working on a new Bioshock, a Bioshock. I don't know why I can't say that Bioshock film um, from the acclaimed series that has been pretty dormant for the last couple of years. I know that they, I mean, there was, I don't know if they were confirmed rumors, but there are rumors that Bioshock is being revived. Like the series is being revived. Um, I don't know if it's going to be like a sequel or a new spin on the, the original game, but Seems like Netflix is really good at jumping in on these types of projects. I mean, you know, they've done The Witcher. They've had uh, Arcane that came out last, late last year. Uh, those two things are going pretty well right now. But it seems like more and more companies are really starting to kind of move into this, into the movie and TV. Um, or more game adaptations are being done by movies and TV. Um over the last like five, five plus years or so. Um, I thought it was pretty interesting, man. Like, you know, I don't know if you've ever played Bioshock. Like I, I've played through most of the first one recently. Um, I think this could actually be pretty cool. Like I personally would have loved to see this be a TV show, like maybe like a limited series. Um, Cause I don't, I don't, you know, I, I'm still kind of iffy about movie games, man. Like I don't feel like we've really gotten so this is going to be a movie and not mm -hmm. a series. It's a they've confirmed it as a movie, which I was like, yeah, you know, I don't, eh, yeah, I don't really feel, you know, I, 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 I don't personally, you know, not to cut you off, but you know, personally, I don't really feel like films. There's enough time, enough storytelling done in films for exactly. certain franchises, and this is one of those that, you know, if you guys have ever played Bioshock, it's it's a very lore heavy game. There's a lot of really good world building that I kind of wish would have been explored otherwise, but you know, how do you, how do you kind of feel like, you know, not only about this film, but just like the gaming industry starting to seem like it's starting to expand outside of just the interactive experiences that we, you know, play. Um, you know, are you, you know, are you, are you on the, the video game movie and TV train? Or are you just, you know, like, let's pump the brakes. Let's relax on this. You know, how no. do you, how do you kind of feel about it, man? You kind of hit the nail on the head there. 
Netflix, they're they're they seem to do good when the video game series is like when they make it into seasons like a show. Mm-hmm. Um, for example, Witcher, which got rave reviews from everyone. I think they did real good with that. I think Bioshock, like you said, is so lore heavy and it there's a, a great story there with that game, I believe. Um just no, no, not not like a movie. I think this would have just I really I mean, I hope it does good, but this would have been better a TV series. When you got something that's that heavy and lure, it's always better to do it to me, in my opinion, to create a show out of it. Just like they're doing with like Halo. Can you imagine them trying to like make a Halo movie and you know? No, you remember they, into... they tried for years and it never got off the ground. And I think that's one of the big reasons why. Yeah, it's a lot to digest. And I think where a lot of these apps, not just uh, Netflix, but a lot of these apps and stuff shine is because they create these series mm-hmm. for various different, you know, IPs and stuff. They create these series that are, they're good because you can, you can stretch that material out. You don't have to try to dilute the material because you want to cram it all within an hour, two hours time. All right Now, Bioshock, just in general, I played one and a little bit of two. And I always thought like, to me, Bioshock was a very kind of, it was a mysterious kind of creepy mm-hmm, kind of mm-hmm. game. And I'm not going to say that, like, I'm not going to sit here and lie and say, like, I was the biggest fan of the franchise, but I always thought it was a good franchise. Um, I always loved the 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 chemistry between um, the big daddies, and it was always something, like, just weird. Like, the game, it's very strange, but in a good way. Like, I say this in a good way. Right, right, right. You know, so I'll, I'll have my eyes open for it. I'm not I'm not gonna hold my breath because like I said, video game movies, I believe we had an episode way back discussing video game movies. Matter of fact, yep. it may have been one of our first like ten. We we've, we've done we've done two that I can remember. And, and I think was... that were both centered on Sonic because of the announcements for Sonic. I think I think it was it was recent I know, I remember the one from like middle, late last year when we were talking about like favorite, like no, it was Mortal Kombat. That's what it was. The first episode yeah, we did yeah. was Sonic, and then the second one was Mortal Kombat. And you know, so it brings I, us back to this question. It brings us back again to, you know, first of all, why is it so hard for people to get video game movies right? And what kills me about this, right, is because when you look up, uh. These, these, what is it, fan, what do they call it? Fan fiction or when the fans create it? Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, uh, like fan, like the, the fan made movies and stuff. Yeah, you there you like go. YouTube and stuff. Yeah. Some of these fan made movies be like very, very, very good. And I'm like, they have like a shoestring budget, but they can make these, this stuff. I remember when they did one, I, I want to say it was Naruto. Yeah, there's been a few. There was one in particular that was kind of standout that I remember. It's been um, quite a few that I've seen on YouTube, and I'm like, wow, if yeah. they could just get, if they had, like, major financial backing behind this, like, they would do something incredible. Right. So that just always brings us to the question whenever we talk about video game movies and stuff, like, have we ever really had a a, a solid video game movie and just off the top of my head i think the 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 mortal kombat one was like pretty much critically acclaimed a success and like majority of everybody liked the mortal kombat the one that they I redid i thought it was bad i didn't like it <sighs> i thought it was i thought some of it was bad let me not say that i, I there was stuff I that think, we liked and didn't like i definitely for sure i'll say this I just don't think Mortal Kombat was meant to be a good movie. Like fighting game movies are just weird in general, <laughs> but I'm not going to lie to you. It did way better than what I thought visually. For sure. Like it looked better. Like the fights were better. And 
that was a given though with all the the tech and stuff we have now i believe that was a given but now am i going to say it was like the most the greatest video game movie? no it was just better than what i expected it to be so with that being said like honestly every time i have this debate we've had this debate on twitter only movie i can come up with was sonic like i was like yo sonic was definitely a good movie it surprised the hell out of me how good sonic was and you know who set it off jim carrey i don't care what anybody say jim carrey set that movie off. Love, love that guy man he's he, he his dr robonic was like insane like it was <laughs> funny he's just naturally a funny charismatic dude like i know some of that stuff he was not reading off a script he straight ad-libbed a lot of that i guarantee it but what i mean outside of that i i can't think of anything honestly yeah you know it always seems like there's this big spectrum when it comes to video game franchises when they're adapted to like film and tv and you and you you made a very interesting point talking about like the fan made stuff on youtube because i agree with you like you know the budget may not be there but i think what what brings those things to life in a way that people love them is the the love and the the freedom of creativity you know because a lot of times when you have companies that have or at least the perception for me is when you have these companies that that are backing these films and you know spending the amount of money that they do sometimes they may feel as though some of the things may not translate well to, to screen and they might exert some unnecessary creative control over these properties i mean you look at things like um the uncharted movie just came out and i think in the last week or two and i haven't really heard many good things about it i've heard like kind of middle of the road opinions to uh, you know people say they didn't like it um and that seems to be like the norm when it comes to these kind of franchises. But, you know, where I would love to see things start to kind of take a, a different turn. If you're going to do a movie, make it maybe make it an animated film or something, you know, like, you know, take a look at, you know, once again, take a look at the Arcane series, uh, the League of Legends series that was made on um, that Netflix uh, that's on Netflix. Oh, that's what I was about to say. Yeah. What was it called? That was it's called Arcane. That was actually, dude. That that's I didn't. Amazing, you know. Great, great reviews. Good, People loved man. it. You know, even if you're not like a, and I think they really hit that sweet spot of, you know, you may not be a League of Legends fan or know the lore, but did not know anything. You didn't have to, you know. Like, yeah, same here. Like, I don't, I don't play League of Legends. I haven't, pl I've never even opened the games. So I mean, you know, I've never downloaded, so I don't know anything about it, but. Right. I was able to at least enjoy what I what I saw, you know what I mean? And I just I just feel like things like this, like I'm sure this movie is like years and years away because um, they just announced that they're 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 partnering with them to work on it. Like, I don't even think they're you know, they're probably still working on the script, I bet. Um, but personally, just like you said, man, I think this would have been a great like I don't say like horror series, but something like just like you said, like suspenseful, kind of creepy. Like, hell, man, maybe, you know, I would have loved, like, a, a series of showing, um, what's the name of the city? Jesus Christ, what's the name of the city in Bioshock? Oh, uh, the city, the underground city. Um, it's got, it just, it just flew out of my brain. Oh, my gosh. I want to say Raven. No, what was it called? Oh, my gosh. It's going to bother me. But maybe, like, have that city before it turned into what it is, you know? Bioshock City. Yeah, I'm looking it up too. Um, it's gonna buy Rapture. That's what it's. Oh my gosh, hurt my brain. But maybe like show Rapture like at the height of what it was supposed to be, like that utopia. You know, maybe even show it kind of slowly starting to decline, where people taking too much of those plasmids and you know center it on a character that may not be featured in any of the games or you know what I mean like there's so much room to play with like video game franchises that. I hope it's not just like a one-to-one -one creation from the movie. Uh, I mean, from the game, which would just, I think that's, I don't want to say lazy, but you know, it's just kind of easy. That's the low hanging fruit that they could grab. So. Yeah. I just, I don't want to judge it too harshly because it's not out yet, mm -hmm. but just video game movie track records haven't been the best. So 
I'm kind of just like, eh, I don't know. Like I said, I want it to be good, but no, no, we'll see because the internet's going to explode when it comes out. You, you already yeah. know how that goes. Yeah, people are going to, then people are going to lose their minds. And like, I would really, I want to say, which one was it that had that big, scary bird creature? Was it Infinite? It was like, uh, yeah, that was Infinite, Infinite when they were, uh, I think the name of that city is Columbia. I remember, yeah, I remember that one. Yeah, that's Columbia. When you're like in the sky on the clouds and stuff, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I would, I don't know. I don't want them to go like just crazy with like the monsters, but I, I, it's some very unique creatures, mm-hmm. even like from the big daddies to that bird. Um, it's some things that would make for a good horror movie. Now, like, would this be deemed a horror movie? Like, is this going to be. Or is this going to be like an action movie or if i was them i would go like something in between i wouldn't go straight horror because not that doesn't yeah. usually go over well with a lot of audiences not everyone loves horror but you know i think something with a good little bit of suspense like just i mean because just imagine like you're under you're in rapture they could kind of play around with like the claustrophobia of being underwater in those small tunnels that you know you could see the ocean and I don't know. Like, just hire me, guys. Just hire me, Netflix. I got you. Cause you know what? And I'm thinking now. I'm thinking back to the arcade, arcane thing. And I'm like, Bioshock would have been if they would have used those like type of graphics. That that could have made a really dope movie. That would be pretty awesome. Like everything doesn't have to be live action. And I think, I think that may be a major key with what's going on with a lot of these video game movies. Like, you know, maybe if we cut back on a live action. Mm-hmm you know, then it's more, I don't know. Like I'm trying to just figure out that connect, like what's going on. Why don't these move these, these games that we love, why don't they transfer over to good movies? And I think what it is, is because I think when you have a, a video game, we're people who play video games, we're gamers. So we're more immersed into whatever the game is about. And I think when they translate it over to live action or whatever it is, I think you have a lot of people who don't necessarily game or play these games, try to enjoy the movie for what it's worth. And they just don't like it for one reason or another. Yeah. So I'm, I mean, I'm just taking a a wild stab in the dark here. I'm just really trying to figure out like why these movies don't ever seem to translate over that well. But I also want to kind of focus a little bit on the games that do like for example witcher like it's a, it's a case study because you look at witcher there's i know people who don't know jack about witcher the video game nothing and they love the witcher like they're yeah. like oh this is i know people who literally said to me like oh i didn't know this was based off a of video game right like so i'm thinking like does it just come down to just very solid good writing like, I don't know. It's an enigma to me, man. It's just crazy. It's like a social experiment. Like, I, I sit here and I'm like, why didn't this do good? I think so, man. I I think it really does come down to, like, world building. You know, I mean, you look at... And we're going to do a whole, like... I think we're going to do, like, an episode per episode review of, of Halo. I think we got to <laughs> when it comes out in March, but... I am totally with I, I I look like I I look at stuff like that like even you know when they were like oh this is going to be like a different Halo timeline the silver timeline or something they called it like they're they're already taking that distinction away so they're not locking themselves or hamstringing themselves into we have to tell the same story that the the games told you know and that gives them the creative freedom and I think that's what I would like to see you know cuz you can you can do that with things like um comics in in tv shows and you you know look at what marvel's doing right they have a solid base of issues like literally almost 100 years of stories that they can take and and slightly manipulate to better fit the medium they're trying to tell the story in right and i think video game movies and tv shows are eventually going to start to kind of take that route Uh, i mean witcher did it and just like you said, it's very, very successful. Uh, and I think, honestly, I think the Halo series is going to do pretty well. Um, it looks like, and just, just based off of what we've seen, I have no reason to think it won't. Um, Graphically, but, it looks solid, right? Yeah. 
that's one of the big that's one of the big key components is you know we are very visual creatures it has to look good to draw us in right but then once you get past that you have to have that that good writing because like you said they're not holding themselves to that specific lure of master chief right it's like it's a whole different area that we're covering so that's going to give the writers kind of the freedom and the creativity to you know do do their thing and it's just like i believe you said this before in other conversations that we had is that you know you always said you know games tend to kind of keep rewriting and sticking to the same lure and it kind of holds them in that mm-hmm. and you know once the fans once the fans get it in their head that that's the lure that they're stuck with that's when they start nitpicking see like this halo this being a totally different timeline everything it gives the fans less stuff to kind of pick at you know what i'm saying right because they can't go in like oh master chief would never do this blah 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 no we're we're not talking about the master chief this is a whole different squad of people you don't know what they're going to do we've just been introduced to this fresh cast in the halo universe like it's still in the halo universe but right we're introducing something new so i don't know man i'm looking forward to the halo and i'm definitely down to if we do it like Incorporate it into the episode, maybe fifteen nah, minutes. That's gonna or... be a second. Uh, I need a whole thirty, forty-five. Oh, I mean, that. you want to jump a double, yeah. double? I'm down for yeah. some double. I mean, because honestly, I think it's only gonna be like probably like ten episodes. You know, the usual eight or ten. Mm-hmm. And and I want to really give it the breath to kind of talk about it because I think we're at a interesting point in media where. You know, I mean, you look at what Sony's doing with things like Spider-Man and um, now they now that they purchased Bungie, you know, the things they're going to start doing with Bungie, um, you know, and I think the, the term here uh, is transmedia. So, you know, for those that don't know what that means, that's essentially like you take you take one one franchise and you have it across multiple different parts of the entertainment industry. So games, films, books, comics, you know. And it all is it all kind of like weaves together to kind of to really flesh out like you're basically essentially building a universe. And I think I don't want to say we're hitting another golden era. I'm using air quotes here for those who you know don't see the video, you know, golden <laughs> era of TV um, where it seems like people who are genuinely fans, genuinely fans of, of these franchises are really starting to be able to take the helm of these projects and. You know, not to get too off, you know, off uh, topic here, but uh, one of my favorite podcasts I listen to is called Star Wars and Scotch. Um, Shout out to Kevin and Tim who run that podcast. You know, one of the things that they always talk about with that is, you know, they they look at shows like Boba Fett that just recently finished there. You know, they were like, you know, we can tell, you know, is the are these directors, are they Star Wars fans? Is this a Star Wars guy, you know, Star Wars girl? Are they just directing this series or they just tacked on to direct it because they're a good director and i think that matters honestly like if i'm a, if i'm not a fan of a project i wouldn't take it you know and i hope that's what we get with halo you know i hope we we get people who are fans of the franchise who have a genuine love and appreciation for the material and right. i think sometimes when you don't get that you get mortal kombat <laughs> you have all that flash in the world but if man if you don't have that writing man yeah, yeah. like i was i was having a discussion in my brother's uh group chat and my brother lord bless his soul um my brother is he's let's just say he's not really a big pop culture type of guy so sure. when we are talking in the group chat with him and all his marine friends we'll all be talking about something and he'll be so completely lost and that led to the conversation of we were having the other day about ozark mm-hmm. so he was just like man i was watching ozark and and that crowd was boring and blah 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 and i'm like what i'm like dude like when we started breaking down like the writing and the scenes he was like 
like how do y'all pick all that up and i'm not just like bro it's just the way that i consume things it's like the way that people consume things are different yeah like i am so weird like when i'm watching a show like i put myself in that situation i will pause the tv and be like okay what would i do here to get myself out of this like my mind will just take a trip to like <laughs> a whole nother world and then like i look up the actors i want to know who the writer is like yo who the hell wrote this effed up situation like <laughs> i'd be so engulfed into a show and I, I was explaining that to my brother and his friend was like yeah that's how i am too and it just shows you how you know different people they consume things differently like right. my brother and this is not like a shot at him or his intelligence dude very intelligent but when it comes to like entertainment stuff he takes things at like a surface value sure like he doesn't look as deep into things as we do and so now this guy like he's cyber security he can show you the back end to the matrix and he can do all that cool stuff <laughs> but like you know we just it, we just always find it funny to um just we we joke on each other about it like how we look alike but we are two totally different people in the way that we consume things and like i think ozark is a masterpiece like i love that show like right. i think it's, the writing is incredible it has some you know every show has them few episodes where you're like well, i don't know where they were trying to take it this episode um for example like euphoria like this season started off kind of weird and the writing got back better and yeah man it's just how you consume things so with that being said i want to put i want to bring a question to the table my good man sure all right so we're talking about netflix and you know we're talking about you know video game movies netflix and all that good stuff if you could bring a video game franchise if you could have it turned into a tv show Mm. And I think I kind of know what you're going to go with. But what would you have turned into a TV series? And would you want it a series or would you want like a movie? I'm pretty sure you're probably going to say series because of what we just discussed. Yeah, I I really do enjoy. I think it's easier and I I don't know if it's because I've gotten older you know, I used to be the opposite where I loved watching movies. I would prefer a movie over a TV show. But now, like mm-hmm. like I said, I, I really feel like the storytelling of, of shows and stuff has has taken a positive evolution or a positive turn um, in the last few years where I feel like stories are being told and fleshed out in a, in a, be- a much better way. But for me, is it, yeah, you probably know what I'm going to say. It's definitely going to be Mass Effect. <laughs> it's definitely going to be Mass Effect for me. And the reason why, and, and you can attest to this, you know, you've been playing through the Legendary Edition um, the last month or so. Oh, amazing, amazing game. <laughs> I am, my apologies to the developers, to the publishers. Love to Bioware, man. Bioware. I see why people are so upset with you and why they hold you in high regard. Yeah. You guys created a timeless masterpiece. Okay. I am only on part two. <laughs> I beat one. I'm playing Mass Effect 2 now. And it has been one of the and I'm not just saying this just to gas it up. Like it's really been such a good gaming experience. It takes me back to how I felt when I first played the campaign of Halo 1. Wow. Like, it takes me back it takes me back to that feeling of just a good storytelling and the the decisions that you make and those decisions really having an impact on future situations and scenarios. This game just just chef's kiss. Man. <laughs> I completely understand all of the freaking hype now. So yeah, man. It's, and you know what's funny too is I there's rumors that Amazon's developing a Mass Effect TV show, and I think we 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 talked about it. I think briefly last year. But you know what it happened? I think a lot of things. Um, I think it's crazy because a lot of stuff that we talked about probably got shuffled around yeah. due to pandemic reasons and stuff like that. 
Because I was looking up, uh, what was that? It was something that was supposed to happen this year, but it got pushed back uh, because they couldn't finish production. I can't remember what it was. Hmm. But anyway. But anyway, yeah, like I, I would love like a, and not anything based, once again, you know, it's going to easy TV show for me, you know, very easy. And, and not anything like. Would it be based, based off Shepard? No, would it absolutely be... not. Absolutely not. Because, and the There's reason why. And the reason why I say not Shepard, right? Because Shepard himself is you. So he's not a character who has his own personality, thoughts. You know, mm. you you play Shepard. You know, you're not. It's not something like a, like a single player narrative driven game where you're kind of following the story. You're creating the story. You're, the story is unfolding as you play the game based off of your decisions. So Shepard's personality kind of molds to what you want him to be. Mm-hmm. So definitely not Shepard or anybody connected to that timeline of the Reaper, the Reapers or anything. I would love, I have two, two specific ideas for a show. And yes, I did think about this years ago. <laughs> the first one, I would love to see uh, maybe a, a Mass Effect series based off of the first Contact War when they first discovered aliens and they had that battle with the with the Turians. I love the mm-hmm. idea of like a show with like space politics and not just, you know, not just space battles, you know, and, and that's why The Expanse is one of my favorite shows. But the second idea is a show based off of someone who works for CSEC on the Citadel because I don't feel like the Citadel gets enough time in the games. You know, like for as big as it is, you know, it's essentially like a planet like this as huge mm-hmm. as it is. You know, I feel like the Citadel could be a great place to introduce all kinds of races, characters into the politics, yeah, into the, the politics. Citadel. You can get to the seedy underbelly of the Citadel, go to some of those clubs, you know, in Chorus Den. Like it's there's so much. And, you know, this is once again what we're talking about, what we talked about before, guys. There's so much in these series that you can explore so many different directions they could go with this i would love to see a mass effect series like that would make me incredibly happy and if amazon does it i know they're gonna do it right because they got the money i mean they bottomless pit of money so <laughs> <laughs> i mean you know <laughs> and i don't you know i get that you you you're gonna get that star power i know you're gonna toss oh, yeah. some ducats. Oh, you're gonna toss some ducats at the the big kahunas in the game to a couple a-list you know, actors in there to yeah. give it an extra push but also man sometimes i i just want to see the new person you know right. i want to see an up-and-coming star mixed into that pot as well you know give somebody new a chance you know you can't keep i'm going to keep saying this every time we talk about movies we can't keep using Aegis elba for everything oh man right? he's black superman no he's you don't no like old. black superman on he's your james, look he's james bond okay like what else is he <laughs> I mean, shout out to Asia's bad, you know, no, friend sure, of, he's sure, going to come to the show one day, you know, I'm going oh, to speak it. Awesome. That would be fun. I'm going to cool. speak it into existence, man. but what about you, man? If you had a, a show or movie for a video game, at a t- I mean, I figured hmm. it would have been Halo, but you know, we're yeah, a month and some change away from that. So, you know, what's the, if you got a close second or, you know, anything that you might think would be interesting uh, for uh, a series? <laughs> You know what? I'm gonna be cheeky, and I would. I'm gonna. You know what? PlayStation. Where are my PlayStation people at in the building? You know what? I'm an Xbox guy, but you know I love oh, you guys too. Oh, oh. I'm gonna pick something on the PlayStation side, man. You know. Okay. We can probably. Hmm. You. We could be real cheeky since it just dropped. We could say Horizon. That would be just, interesting. Just actually. because I'm gonna tell you why. Like, I'm not gonna sit up here and act like I'm the, like, I know the deepest lure. I know pretty much, because I just watched someone play uh, part one, so I kind of know what's going on. But the reason why I picked that, because I was going to say either that or God of War, but I picked Horizon over God of War just because me, I love, like, I love robotics. Yeah. I love dinosaurs. I love robotics. I'm like a big-ass kid, okay? So you, you mesh both of them together, you got big robotic thingies um 
I think with the story, honestly, I think this story would translate better into a show over God of War. Because, I mean, well, you know, God of War that is based be off of myth, uh, mythology and all of that. Right. But I just feel like, because that's been done, right? All the, the mythos and, like, all that stuff has been done. So that's why I kind of went with uh, Horizon Zero Dawn. Okay. Because that looked like a story that's never been told before. You know what I'm saying? You got these creatures. You got a lot of stuff. Like, that lure in that story is something besides gods and stuff that we've seen plenty adaptations of. And I feel like, yeah, I feel like I'm going to go with that one, not just because the game just came out the other day. No, no, but no. Yeah, I really think if you look at the story and stuff, the creatures in the story. I like that uh, idea, how, man. I really do. Yeah, how civilization is and in within that game's, you know, time period and how, like, the creatures took over, if you know the story. Yeah, I think that would actually make for a damn good television show. And I wouldn't be surprised if we see it in the future with the success. Like, I'm pretty sure this new Horizon is about to... It's about to do some astronomical numbers. Like, because everyone I know who's playing it is like, I love this freaking game. Like, this <laughs> game's amazing. So that would be my TV show. You know, uh, video it's games funny. TV um, show. When you said Horizon, I immediately thought about Transformers because... Uh, you i remember and the reason why is because i remember you text me and uh a buddy of ours about <laughs> beast wars and i was thinking that's what it was no that, i'm sorry to cut you no, off no, but when did. i said the uh joint that was supposed to come out got but got pushed back that's what it was oh, it, it was beast, beast wars okay yeah because mm-hmm. i can imagine like now. a if they do live action for that like i could imagine them kind of taking the transformers right because I personally, I think Transformers has some of the coolest CG in the last like 10, 15 years. Like, I'm not even going to BS around that. Yeah, it does. It's crazy. <laughs> like, some of the stuff that they do with the robots transforming and stuff, like, I would that that would actually be pretty freaking cool, man. And now, you know, when you mentioned God of War, I have to ask, of course, are we going to do Old Man Kratos? Are you going to do I just took a bunch of creatine and I'm headed to the gym? <laughs> <laughs> original trilogy man oh god like that's a very tough decision because me man because me and kratos we kind of got like you know his beard not as gray as mine but you know i kind of like old man kratos man you know he kind of just old and like damn it he he reminds me of like uh what was his name uh, Danny Glover and like what you mean? Uh, I'm getting too old. For no, in uh, Lethal Weapon, yeah. <laughs> Kratos is like, uh, uh, he looking at his son like, when you gonna get your own game? That's how he be looking like. I'm I'm tired of this, man. Well, Kratos looking beat up, man. He, you know, he trying to train his son, give him that tough love. Um, maybe that's something we could see on a TV show, you know. Or maybe, like you said, maybe we could do a prequel or you know something. How did Kratos get to this point? Like, cause wasn't uh forgive me, y'all. I completely forgot the lore of like the original trilogy. Uh he, he he was, was punished a... for some I he was like he was a Spartan warrior. He murdered a bunch of people he shouldn't have, I think, and then he got punished by the gods, and that's why he had that's why his his skin is white, because a lot of people don't know or don't remember, Kratos was actually a bronze skinned man. And he he's white because it's the ashes of his children and his uh, his first wife. Um, that's mm-hmm. why he's white. And then he went on. I'm gonna kill the gods because Ares lied to me. Ares tricked me. Um, and that's where I think that was the the whole gist of it. I mean, with that being said, that brings back like a lot of memories because, man, the first trilogy like we had that was family time. Like me, my nephew, my brother. Boy, when them jokers came out, man, look, we sat down and we would Friday, Saturday, Sunday, yeah. we were playing God of War. Like, but like I said, with with the whole like mythology thing, like we've had we've seen those gods on the big screen. We've seen some kind of like we've seen something along those lines. So right. Horizon would just be, I think that's bringing something totally new to the table with what they have going on over there. And it just like visually, 
visually with the tech that we have, dude, can you imagine how like insane that would look on TV to see that? Like the big tall robot dinosaur when it was walking through the forest and you know. That'd be actually really cool. But I, you know I would what? love to see that, man. Our, oh, man, we were talking about this on Twitter because we were there was a debate on who would play the main character. Aloy? And we, wow. yeah, and know. we could not figure out a good person. It would probably have to be someone new. We couldn't figure out like yeah. someone who and you know, this is not we want to make it like, you know, this person has to be you know what I'm saying? You know, when it gets to looks, that's a very tricky topic. Like, we're not trying to say, oh, this person has to be like this beauty queen, but sure, sure, sure. it has to look like the character. You know what I'm saying? And so we couldn't really think. We, think we literally sat up there. I, I think. No, and know. that's just us because, hey, we're not professionals. We're not professional casters. Right. You know, but I'm pretty sure there is someone out there. We just couldn't think of it at the time. But yeah because her look like i remember the whole thing where you know they were saying like there was a debate on her character because you know she wasn't like over the top with it like as far as the body you know she got kudos for being just a regular character she you know didn't have it all out you know and a lot of people like that about her character you know what i'm saying she wasn't over sexualized or anything like that so people were was praising the character for that and I was just thinking, like, you know, we would really have to... I would really want to see, like, a great casting for her character if they create that show. Because her character, like, it, it it holds so much weight and it means a lot to, like, so many people. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, absolutely. So... Yeah, I would love to see that, That would man. be my pick. Like, I, I'm all for... I'm all for these adaptations, man. Like, I love that creatives are are able to flex their their muscle because you know personally i feel like that video games are the best medium to tell stories that they're they're one of the best storytelling mediums out right now just just personally and i mean like based off what you said you know even about kratos like how he used to be i'm just angry kill 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 you know now they're doing a more with the new god of war you know they they've done a more grounded relatable story and you know even i even encourage you guys to go watch the god of war behind the scenes um series documentary they did on the first game a few years ago i think it was called raising kratos um and it was about an hour and a half it's one of the best video game documentaries you ever watch like and you really get like the sense of what they're you know one of the things that the creative director at the time cory barlog i think is his last name um what he was talking about was you know, because he was he has a son and, you know, a lot of the ways that Kratos kind of raises his son kind of mirrors, you know, some of the things that he does at home and how he kind of tries to put that into the game and how that relates to him. And just the journey of a father and a son really kind of meant to him. And, I, you know, I, I really kind of resonated with that kind of stuff. So I, I love that stuff, man. And, you know, I, I would love more of it, you know, like hopefully we get, you know, I'm hoping, you know, to to get back to the original topic. <laughs> You know, I hope the Bioshock movie is good. I want it to be good. I think we still have a very, very long way to go when it comes to video game adaptations. I kind of look at it like comic book movies from 20 years ago. I mean, you look at where we started with Blade Blade. and X-Men to where we are now. You know, just like the natural evolution of storytelling and how Hollywood really figured out how to tell these stories i mean even i mean hell man you even have video game studios either making their own movie or film divisions or partnering with people so they have more input on it and i love that you know because we Mm -hmm. that that to me shows me that that these franchises are being taken care of and that's all we really want as fans at the end of the day yeah man it's just like you have to get the input of the people who you know cherish these these games and these comics and stuff you you definitely want that input. Not saying that, you know, everything has to be exactly like the comic, but no, no, no. you know, you, you wanna you wanna have the source, you wanna get a little bit of the source material correct. And that's one of the things that scares the hell out of me with this Transformer movie. Because the more I research, I just don't know where they're going. Because 
they say they want to introduce Beast Wars, but then they still have like the old Transformers, which were cars, and then it seemed like they're going to have two fractions. Like there's going to be because I, from what I read, it seemed like it's going to be two Optimus Primes. It's going to be OG Optimus Prime, then it's going to be Primal. What was his name? Was it Primal in Beast Wars? Uh, I think so. So that's and that's what I was going to ask you. It's like it, it was is... weird. Like I honestly look, I, this is. Yeah, it was Optimus Things Prime. That I, you're right. I just looked it up. Yep. This was what I've read from several different articles. So take this with a grain of salt. I'm trying to figure this out myself because I don't know. But it seemed like there's going to be two groups of the good guys. The um, auto. It's going to be the Autobots, and then I forgot what the name for the the, the Beast War uh, side. But it, it so it seemed like. Like you said, it's a movie. It seemed like they're cramming all of this stuff in and it just don't make sense. And it's like, oh, where we introducing these new characters is gonna be a Bugatti, this, then you got Primal Optimus Prime. He's they trying to keep it true to form. I think he's gonna be an ape. Um he they're gonna to have he has to be, bro. It's but it just don't like the more that I was the crazier it was sounding and then they're maximals trilogy, I'm, I'm googling as you're talking I'm maximals sorry. okay yeah you're right and so this is supposed to lead up to the third one which would be this new saga or this trilogy i mean it's going to be the one that came out bumblebee then this then the third one was supposed to be like the war on cybertron introducing unicron and i'm like what like it's just it's, unicron for such a long time it's now. so all <laughs> over the place and i feel like all y'all had to do was bumblebee was a great start bumblebee was a very slept on movie i enjoyed that movie it was really good to me a lot of people didn't like it but i think a lot of people didn't like it because it had a lack of um decepticons and autobots like it wasn't a lot of robots in them but I think that was a good foundation to start off with him, Bumblebee, just pretty much getting his butt kicked through the whole movie. And they were basically hunting him down. If y'all seen the movie, you know what it is. They were hunting him down and Man, I actually to really liked I really liked uh Bumblebee. I'll say that much. Me too. Yeah. I I like I'm I'm so glad I didn't listen. And whatever, see it, blah blah blah. And I was very excited when I I'm a big Transformers nerd, so when I went to go see it, I was just like, the hell was y'all talking about? This movie was straight. And then um, now with this new part, because all they had to do, keep Bumblebee. Second one, create some story with them gearing up for war on Cybertron. Third yeah. one, war on Cybertron. Perfect trilogy. That's it. That's it. All this stuff that they're doing now, I don't know what's going on, but I, I'm afraid for the franchise. Well, if, if we want to be honest here, Transformers will always make money. It's, it's a cash cow. It's like Fast and Furious. It's going to make money, regardless of what what's thrown on the screen. But to be honest, we have the stories really been about anything? Not really. So, <laughs> I mean, let's just be honest. The stories have been lackluster for, you know, but each movie, like, what? Dark Side of the Moon, the original one, the stories were like, it was always about the visuals, like you said. It was yeah. always about the cars transforming. It was the People eye go, candy. Yeah, it's an eye candy type movie. It's action, it's stuff blowing up, it's cars transforming. But to me, that would be perfect trilogy. Because, I mean, if they want to be real, just watch Transformers, the cartoon movie. 1986 cartoon movie. Source that, you have a great movie you have a amazing movie if you recreated that movie live action you might not even need to change anything just make it live action I t i'm telling you that junk could do numbers i would say this much man i didn't know how because i i watched a lot i think i've watched pretty much all the anime not the except the original series i've watched all of the other ones growing up and i had no idea how much lore there was attached to uh transformers like i i literally and i and i really kind of feel like they're they're trying to take this mcu approach to transformers just like pretty much every other franchise is trying to do nowadays 
Um, I can only hope it's good. I was a big fan of Beast Wars growing up. Um, I know you. <laughs> you know, I know we. You've shared your opinions on it. You know, I know how you feel about Beast Wars. Honestly, yeah. I'm gonna say this. I'm gonna recant a lot of my statements because being a, a, a Transformer junkie myself, and I don't want to be gatekeepy about it. No, sure, I really sure, do. Sure. Under I, I do understand what Beast Wars was because when I look at Beast Wars, man, I try not to be that guy, but I'm. I, it just makes me <laughs> compare it. Yeah, and sure. I don't want to do that. You know what I'm saying? I understand what Beast Wars was to a generation of kids. It was like, because oh, your generation, oh, God, it was so good. Because you're like. Your generation is like right under mine and I can to kind of both generations. Yeah. And I see because my nephew, for example, you know, Beast Wars was that was his shit. Like Beast Wars, like you can't tell him nothing about Beast Wars. Like he loves Beast Wars. Yeah. And so I look at a lot of people who talk about Beast Wars and this is why I kind of recant my statement because I'm like, maybe that was their Transformers, like how I feel about my generation, because I'm more toward the G1 right, generation right. and, you know, so I was like, damn, you know, maybe that's theirs. And I mean, I went back and watched it and it wasn't bad. It's just, it's just two different generations. Yeah. Really. And to break it down, the simplest compound is just two different generations. Like Beast Wars wasn't for me, but I say it wasn't bad. Like I get it. So Beast Wars holds uh, it holds a spot in a lot of people's heart. I've talked to a lot of people like on Reddit, Twitter. I've been in Beast War, uh, blah, 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 Reddit like threads. So I get it. Like it's there. But what I need these movies to do is they need to get grounded, right? And focus on what they want to do, and try not to cram so much because Transformers, you it can get confusing. Like just like what I said, you got like they're trying to put G one stuff in there. And then what's crazy is because on Bumblebee, they had like the G1 uh, Shockwave, which was crazy to me with the original voice and everything. So like you got all these G1 characters, then you're putting Beast Wars in there. Then you got two separate good teams and bad teams. Then, now I'm not sure how true this is, but I heard they were putting like a combiner, like it was a big thing about combiner bots in there. And they were going to put like, they were going to redo a, the Constructicons, they was going to put Predaking in there, they was going to put uh, Ultra, what, was, what was the base Transformer that turned into a big ass base? Um, oh, I know what you're talking I about. I can't think yeah, of his yeah, name, yeah, yeah. but I'm like, in retrospect, that would be really cool to see, like, seeing Predaking, like, Predaking was, like, insane, He and the Stunticons, like, they were trying to put all combiners in the movie, and like I said, I'm not going to get too mad at that because I don't know how true that was. But sure, I would I would hope they wouldn't try to put all that in one movie. But I would love to see it somewhere down the line. Like it would be really cool to see that. But they just need some formation, man. They just need some just just line it up, get some good writing, and just you know just nail the freaking landing, man. Right now, we don't know because they pushed it back again. Like, yeah, their production right now is kind of all over the place because the the damn movie was supposed to come out now. Like, I think April. It was supposed to come out around April. Oh, really? Oh. That's, yeah, that's oh, not wow. happening. Yeah, because the articles. If you look at the date on the articles I was reading, these articles were like last year, <laughs> two years. Like, wow. And then it kind of went dark. Like, you don't see nothing on it anymore. So. And I'm just gonna I'm gonna make an educated guess and say that a lot of it probably had to do with COVID. Oh, I'm probably sure. had to shift. Yeah. yeah, they probably had to shift some things around, you know. So we'll see when it comes out. We're you already know we're talking about it here. So oh, for sure, mm-hmm. man. I, I definitely am gonna because I never watched like Dark Side of the Moon or anything. I didn't want to be honest. I saw Optimus with a sword, and that was enough. But anywho, <laughs> uh, <laughs> anywho, <laughs> man. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm curious to see how that kind of turns out. Now that you now I'm gonna have to look into that now that you mentioned it. But hey man, we're actually thirty seconds away from that hour mark. It's wild that that one topic took up an hour, which is fine because the other one was kind of man. I didn't really want to talk about it anyway. What was we supposed to talk about? I don't uh, even know. Battlefield 2042. 
Um, I'd rather not, to be quite honest. <laughs> to be quite honest, I'd rather not. Um, hey, audience, audience, audience. I just, I, I we hope- love you guys. Can we be transparent? Look, you guys know when it's a slow news week, right? I just, I just hope we're here, see, right? Man, I'm not, that's all I'm gonna say. I, I can't say much more than that, especially consider who I work for. I just, you know, I hope they fix the game. Hey man, hey, uh, I'll leave it there. Say less. <laughs> I'll leave it there. Um, just, just got the job. Don't want them to lose it. Yeah, say less. don't want to get fired. But um, yeah, man. <laughs> <laughs> I think like yeah, man. I think we're in 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 a good spot when it comes to video game adaptations and how they're kind of like I said, man. Storytelling's getting better. It seems like every few years. So, man, that hour did fly by. Jeez, Louise, man. I I love talking to talking love. to movies and games, man. Jeez, Louise. We always find a way to do it. Every time we think we're going to be shortchanged. <laughs> right. We end up going. Look, like I said, we could be transparent with our fans and audience. Look, y'all know when it's slow news weeks, man. So slow weeks, we man. come in here. We come in here with things we want to talk about. And somehow it transcends to a beautiful hour. And that's what makes this place magical, man. Absolutely, man. But yeah, man, I think that's going to do it for episode 99, guys. Uh once again man thank you guys for sticking with us on this entire journey man like we are days away from episode 100 you know it's you know i'm not sure what we what we're gonna have in store for that but it's gonna be fun though you know nonetheless man like i i don't really ever worry just like dc said when it comes to recording man it's just such a natural thing for us at this point and it's fun like that it's still fun two years later two years in it's still fun and that is the most important thing to me um that we we have fun doing this man and i appreciate everybody for taking the time to to listen to to be here and as always man i I love you guys and you know once again shout out to bz you know make sure you guys go listen to episode 98 please do yourselves a favor support that man he's a hard-working guy man he loves what he does and you know I, i wish him all the success in the world and, you know, we couldn't have done this without y'all. So I'm going to stop rambling. You guys can find me everywhere at Darius the Artist, where the E is a three. And I'm gone, baby. DC, take us home. I I got a few important things that I just want to throw out there before we slide on up out of here. Um, if you guys are checking us out on Anchor, I am toying around with the idea of, and this, if, this is if you want to, you know, we would never put ourselves behind the paywall, but they are doing a rollout with um, subscription type things to where you can donate, like, I believe it's like a dollar, $4 a month, like $6, something like that. It's just something that I'm looking, it's just, it's just something to test the waters. Like I said, we will never put ourselves behind a paywall. Anything that gets donated to us, will be for the improvement of Super Weapon Podcast and Network. So if you're checking us out on Anchor, it does give you that option if you want to subscribe and pay like a little fee monthly. That does not mean, I repeat, does not mean you cannot listen to us if you do not decide that you don't want to uh, donate anything. And we would never ask you to. We appreciate you just checking us out. But if you want to help us out a little bit, that option is there on Anchor, anchor, uh, anchor.com, where we distribute our audio sounds through. So that's there. And I have something else. I I have the memory of a snail. (laughs) It was something actually important too, man. But I'll write it down for the next episode. Um, but that's very important to us as we move on. Man. We we want to start kind of putting that out there because there's a few, you know, anybody in the game, you know, you're always going to stuff like that. Like I said, we don't ever want to put ourselves in a position to where we're behind a paywall or anything like that. It will be completely up to you if you want to donate or not. And also... We, we are looking forward to doing more informative content to help out other content creators and stuff. Like Darius said, please go check out the last episode that we had featuring BZ, which BZ pretty much gave us a 
you know, walkthrough of his life as a content creator. And he, he gave out some very solid tips, man. So, you know, go check that out. And we want to make this space better for everyone, man. Next week is the big 100, you know, so I got to get with Darius. We're going to see what we're going to do. If we do anything, we might come in here and just kick our feet up. Who knows? man? That's all I got to say, brother. Awesome, awesome, man. Thank you guys for hanging out, man. We will catch y'all next week for that big one, hundo. See you later. Bye-bye. Peace.